Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello. Hello. It's been a good week. It's been so a good far. week so far. We want to shout out to Washington, D.C. So excited. Yeah, the, the, the capital of our country. Yeah, we've had and, quite a uh, few listeners from there lately. We have had several. Many. Yeah, so excited. And welcome, welcome. Please download, not just mm-hmm. from everywhere. We, we appreciate yeah, the encouragement. It's very helpful yep. to us. Yeah. But uh, so what, what's going on with you? Oh, it's just been a busy week. Uh, I have found that I just get really tired from traveling. I'm feeling old lately. Old, old, yes. It takes me a few days to recuperate. Old, not old. Oh, you're sweet. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. All right, all right. But I'm doing good. And how are you? Good. It's been a good day. I did have to drink several cups of coffee. Me too. Same. Uh, we're yeah. still recovering from our trip to yeah. Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah, it was a great trip. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. I love coffee, though. Oh, coffee is my jam. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Any kind. Hot, cold. Oh, yeah. Medium, lukewarm. <laughs> Any kind of coffee I love. So last time we were talking about successful marriage, and we're continuing that discussion today, right? Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. When I do counseling Mm -hmm. with uh, couples, some things I observe. Yeah. uh, I try to kind of observe and and just kind of uh, see, you know, some things that they're, uh, how they act, Mm -hmm. how they communicate. The Mm -hmm. first one of the questions I ask myself, how does this couple communicate together? Uh, And it's not just uh, communicating by mouth. No, it could be nonverbals. I mean, are they... Are they bent inward mm-hmm. to where they're 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 touching each other almost? Are mm-hmm. they tilted? Are one on one side of the couch, oh. the other one on the other side? Is one with their their uh, arms uh, crossed? Are they making a fist? Are mm-hmm. they? You know, th- those are really nonverbal. Speak more uh, than even what we say. They really do. I mean, you can definitely read a room when you've got couples in a room. You can really read, you know, mm-hmm. their their nonverbals to see. And and are are they are they talking at or with their mm-hmm. spouse? Right. Uh, those are some things, you know, the tone of voice mm-hmm. and really seeing you know, who is the one talking the most. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, is one more domineering? Mm-hmm. Uh, are they being listened to? Are they listening to each other? Are they, are they really empathizing? You mm-hmm. can tell by how people listen. Oh, definitely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I also ask a question to myself: uh, How do they interact in public or in private? Do they, you know, this isn't always as easy uh, within a session, but I think you can get an idea to some degree. Right. Are they different in public? Yeah. Than they are in private because are they putting a mask on? Yeah. Sometimes you can look at people and you're wondering how do they act in private? Some people walk around with smiles and they're just a perpetual smile. Right. But how are they really? Yeah. Yeah. You know? That that makes you. And you know, and some people are more demonstrative than others. You know, we're not really touchy feely people. So, you know, some people, if they were looking for that intimacy as hand-holding and all that stuff, they wouldn't think. Yeah. But we are. I mean, we are very, in, you know, we're intimate with each other, but we're not very... Touchy. Handsy. I never <laughs> have been. No, we, we never have been. Yeah. And that goes back to love languages. Absolutely. Five love languages, which we'll 
probably get into another time. But yeah, you, know, you have the uh, feel, love language of touch. Mm-hmm. Um, you have gifts. Mm-hmm. You have words of affirmation. Right. Uh, you have quality time and. Uh, What's the other one? Do you remember? Oh, my goodness. Words of affirmation, quality time, touch, uh, gifts. Acts of service. Acts of service. That's yeah. Okay. And those are very important to be really cognizant of and, mm-hmm. and know right. what those level And to review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we'll, but we'll get into that further in another yeah, We'll talk about like, that more yeah. another day. Yeah. Uh, so, kind of just observing, are, do they act different outside of counseling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another question I asked myself is how do they handle disagreements? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I know when we first got married, we did not handle disagreements very well. No. We did not. I, you know, we were both, as we've said, we were 27, 28, so we're 28. So we were used to being on our own. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, you're married and you're living with this person and you're with each other all the time. And we had some pretty bad disagreements. We had some first. really bad ones. Yeah. I mean, if we were in WWE, right. we probably would have piled driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jumping in. Right. And, and you know, we would say oh well you don't love me we might as well get a divorce and things like that and then we realize we can't do this well you know because divorce isn't in the vocabulary right you know and, and even if you're saying that i think you know when we were mm-hmm. first married it's mm-hmm. kind of immature yeah we were and we're trying to manipulate yeah and get that person to listen and so yeah. we think that works it doesn't no uh, we begin to gaslight each other and i think right. that you just, that really doesn't need to be in vocabulary. No, definitely not. But when we get into our marriage mm-hmm. in the early stages, mm-hmm. we have to understand that we are all broken. True. Yeah. We, we all come from families that are dysfunctional. And we have baggage. We all do. Yeah. And, you know, we think that we're brought up in our family and reared and we think our family's normal as a kid. <laughs> True. And then we, get we start looking back. <laughs> yeah. And I think marriage, because the other person has a different right. uh, history. Yeah. And we realize just how dysfunctional uh-huh. my family was. Right. Vice versa. And, yeah. be, and because of that, I think it's very easy to have something in psychology called cognitive distortion. Right. Which we begin to think the way we handle conflict Mm -hmm. is good and normal. Right. And it's not. Well, and we learned. And thankfully, you know, we we know how to fight fair now and and don't have those issues. Well, we bring it up because we have learned. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 True. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think really learning Uh the seriousness of marriage. Right. That God is the one who's the author of it. Yeah. And I also think learning to realize that we're in this together and yes. learn kind of uh, how dysfunctional your family was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, learning from the good things, because there's always good things. Oh, yes. Do. And the things that were dysfunctional, learning to uh, compensate mm-hmm. and to grow to where it's not. And make different choices. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and a lot of a lot of couples have not reached that yet. No, true. The next thing is how do they interact when each perceives a problem in a different way? Mm. Do they name call? Do they uh, 
threaten? Do they gaslight? Mm-hmm. Do they, I mean, fight? I mean, right. I've almost seen fights in, in my office. I'm sure you have. <laughs> I'm sure you have. Do they criticize each other? Right. I mean, those, that will destroy the spirit of the spouse. Yes. Definitely. For every criti- criticism, it takes five positive oh wow so yeah. five positives to make up for one criticism i don't know how they came up with that i don't either did they it. keep a mark on the wall <laughs> I don't know. okay i, don't I feel know. better that was number five i'm good yeah. now <laughs> I, I also ask myself do they do they build each other up right did they encourage one another good good um does one person dominate the other mm-hmm. and i think really really understanding um the patterns yeah you know, do they withdraw? Do they isolate? Uh, do they uh, tend to become defensive, mm-hmm. critical, stonewall? Those things are very important. Yeah, you have to be very careful when you're having disagreements not to blame each other. Um, you know, the blame game. It's very easy to do, and it's awful. Um, we, ha- we need to be able to say, okay, I, I hear what you're saying. This is what you're saying mm-hmm. and kind of affirm each other in the disagreement or in the discussion. Um, and, and so that you're not blaming each other. And, and that goes back to our great, 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 great grandma and grandpa, mm-hmm. Adam and Eve. Yeah. They began to blame, uh, God came in the garden, Jesus walking mm-hmm. in the garden at mm-hmm. the cool of the day. And he said, where are you? Mm-hmm. And they had a fig leaf mm-hmm. hiding their private parts, <laughs> which is kind of funny. It is kind of so funny. So that also tells us it was probably a fig that they ate, not right. an apple. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> God says, where are you? And they're like hiding behind this bush with a little leaf <laughs> and their privates. <laughs> and they come out and, you know, you know, Jesus knew where they were. Right. He's trying to get them to come out and say, I'm sorry, I did this. He wanted them. Just like when we have kids and we know they've done something wrong. Oh, they'll hide behind a pillow or right. something. Right. We like want that. them to admit what they've done yeah. without me, without us having to call them out. And God was doing the same thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, he gets them and it, the woman says, yeah, you know, it was the snake. Mm-hmm. She blamed the snake. Right. The man said, no, it was the woman. Yeah. You know, so, and, and. And, and it's been all downward from there. That's kind of the pattern. We still fail to take responsibility today. Yeah. And, and if you're constantly blaming each other and or not taking responsibility for your own actions, it does break down your marriage. Because you're pushing the other way. Right. You're blaming them. No one wants to get that over and over. No. And after a while, it pushes that, that spouse, um, pushes them away from you. Right. Right. And then you're not taking responsibility for your actions because yeah. you're acting like you're right and you've pushed them away. And that's just hard to overcome. It is. Not impossible. Nothing's impossible. Nothing's impossible. That's right. Right. Uh, I think a lot of this comes back to the unholy trinity, mm-hmm. me, myself, and I. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> we're very selfish. Yeah, People are very are. selfish. We all are. Right. But I think it's learning uh, when you realize what Jesus did for us. Mm-hmm. There's no room for for our, all, us being on the throne of God. True. That's true. And leaving the D word out of marriage. Yeah, you can't. Once you start using that and say, okay, um, 
because you did this, I'm done. I'm out. And just doing things like that, that's just not acceptable. Don't do that. Don't start that. If you're married, if you just got married, don't start that. If you've been doing that, stop it now because that you can't take those words back. And then they're going to resonate and you're going to say, okay, well, he must not really love me. He must want, you know, so you don't want to do that. And I also think that, uh, you know, we need to be careful about being selfish, but yeah. also there's times we need to, we call it self-care. Yeah. I mean, like there's times where I might want to spend time with you, but you know, you're kind of watching one of your shows or you're, or you're doing something and, and I have to decide, you know, does he really need that time for self-care? Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you want to spend time with me and I'm reading a book. Am I being selfish that I want to sit here and finish the book? Maybe, but maybe I just need time. I need downtime to myself. Um, so you have to kind of I think that. just like with kids, we when we see when they're tired, they're irritable, and we right. separate our kids for a short time. Yeah. So that they can have a little uh, alone time. And Some, you, yeah. We need that in marriage. We do need that. And and it's not, I mean, it can be selfish, but it also can be self-care. So you have to talk that out and say, hey, you know, I know you want to spend time together but I really need some time. Nothing against you. I just need some downtime. That's right. So you have to watch that. <clears throat> so I think that uh, when we're looking at this, being really quick to listen, mm-hmm. slow to speak. Yes. And uh, less critical and more encouragement mm-hmm. will help build up your marriage. And also uh, leaving God on the throne and taking us off of the throne. Most definitely. And, and not, and, and being truly in conversation with each other, you know, when you're in conversation with each other and you're not thinking about what you're going to say next, but you're listening to that other person, that is so important because I think so many times we're like, okay, what was that? I I need to say this and we interrupt each other or we don't even listen because we're so focused on, you know, what we want to do or say. And, you know, you brought up being close to God. We need to pray together. We need to read God's word together. We need to go to the throne together. Families that play together stay together and mm-hmm. families that pray together stay together. Definitely. And and like we said before, it doesn't have to be a whole long prayer. I mean, just a short prayer, you know, it is good. So there are going to be times when we are really on our knees before God praying long prayers, just pouring our hearts out to him. But just being together in that is so important. And that brings spiritual intimacy to our marriage, which is important. And I think that's good. And I really am uh, encouraged with the people that are, or marriages are being, uh, I believe, saved and, I and think strengthened. So. I also believe people are growing in their faith. Uh, and I, I hope that people will continue because God really can take your mess and turn it to a message for his glory, for your good. Definitely. And I also think that we're kind of looking at, we're going to do like a two or three mm-hmm. marriage and we're going to do some more like individuals so that we can cover everyone in our podcast. Yeah. Our marriage series has really gotten a lot of it listens. Has. And yeah. then, you know, when we've done topics, they've got, they've got listens as well. So we're going to kind of divide it up a little bit and uh, let yeah. us know what you think. Dr. Jonathan, at Grace in the Shadows, O-R-dot-O-R-G is our email, uh, Jonathan's email. You can email him and let us know uh, what you think. And we just appreciate y'all listening and downloading and sharing.
Sounds good. I hope everyone has a great rest of the week. All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye.